It's Saturday, February 3rd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. began a series of airstrikes on Iran's paramilitary forces and militias that Tehran supports in Syria and Iraq on Friday, hitting more than 85 targets in a bid to deter further attacks against American forces after U.S. troops were killed in a drone strike in Jordan. More than 125 precision munitions were used in the U.S. attacks, which hit targets at seven locations. Among the targets were command and control centers, intelligence centers, rockets and missile and drone storage facilities used by militias and their Iranian sponsors, the Pentagon said. The Biden administration has said the attacks, which included strikes by long-range B-1 bombers flown from the U.S., could extend for days and would be coupled with economic sanctions and diplomacy that is aimed at safeguarding American forces while not pushing the U.S. toward direct confrontation with Iran. In other news, hiring is booming, defying expectations the economy would cool after going gangbusters last year. Employers added 353,000 jobs last month, the Labor Department reported Friday. That was the strongest in a year and nearly double what economists surveyed by the Wall Street Journal expected. December's payroll gains were also revised upward to 333,000 from 216,000, further undercutting the widely held view among economists and investors that it was becoming harder to find a job. The unemployment rate in January held steady at 3.7% instead of rising to 3.8% as economists had forecast. Wages outpaced expectations, jumping 4.5% last month from a year earlier, though the large increase may have reflected a big drop in hours worked. Friday's payroll report likely keeps the Fed on track to hold rates steady at its next meeting, March 19th and 20th, as officials wait for more evidence that a recent trend of lower inflation continues. Around the world, divisions between the top leaders of Hamas are preventing the militant group from signing off on a U.S.-backed proposal to stop the fighting in Gaza and free more hostages, according to officials familiar with the negotiations. In a reversal of the group's usual dynamics, Hamas's top leader in Gaza, Yahya Sinwar, and others, weary after months of war, say they are ready to accept the proposal for an initial six-week pause in the fighting. The organization's exiled political leaders, though, are demanding more concessions and want to negotiate a permanent ceasefire, they said. Hamas's internal disagreement is one of an array of obstacles facing the potential deal, the broad outlines of which were agreed upon by intelligence chiefs from the U.S., Israel, Egypt, and Qatar last weekend. The proposal calls for an initial six-week pause in fighting, far longer than the week-long ceasefire in November, and sets out a phased release of hostages in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. Negotiators plan to use the pause to broker an end to the war, making it difficult for Israel to resume a full-scale military campaign. Back in the U.S., more storms, rising seas, and huge waves are taking their toll on California's iconic piers that have dotted the Pacific coast since the gold rush, posing the biggest threat yet to the beach landmarks that have become a quintessential part of the landscape. At least a half-dozen public piers are closed after being damaged repeatedly by storms with multiple atmospheric rivers hitting the state over the past year. Repair costs have climbed into the millions of dollars. 
Among those shuttered is the pier in Capitola built in 1857 that predates the northern California town and is a popular spot to watch passing whales and dolphins. More damage is possible this year with El Nino, which is expected to bring additional storms to California caused by the temporary warming of parts of the Pacific that changes weather worldwide. And Carl Weathers, who rose to fame as Apollo Creed in the Rocky film franchise, has died. He was 76 years old. Carl was an exceptional human being who lived an extraordinary life. Through his contributions to film, television, the arts, and sports, he has left an indelible mark and is recognized worldwide and across generations, the family said in a statement. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.